2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's Purple Daily. Football. Okay, okay, another hour of Purple Daily. It is draft day. We've got a full house now in the building. Courtney Cronin of ESPN, Robbie McLove, Judd Zolgad, Manny Hill is producing, and I want to welcome in... One of the, is it okay, Dan, to call you old school uh, people covering the draft? Dan Shonka from Our Lads. Is that okay with you? That doesn't offend you, does it? Uh,
3: not at all. In fact, I'm proud of that.
2: Okay, good. All right. So if I were to call you one, one of the OGs, you wouldn't think that was offensive guard. You would know that meant original gangsters of this business, and uh, and that's great. That's right, and if you could see
3: me flashing my two fingers, uh, you know, you'd know what So, uh, yeah, I, I'm ready to roll. Uh, west side,
2: Dan, that's all I have to say. Uh, so, well, let, let me start you out with this. Uh, Rick Spielman said the other day he feels like this is an incredibly deep draft on the offensive and defensive line, which I think plays pretty darn well for the Minnesota Vikings. What is your take on the strengths of this draft?
3: No, I think Rick's exactly right. I got great respect for Rick. Known him for probably 30-some years since he was even scouting with Detroit as a road scout. So I've known him a long time. a guy works really hard. And uh, so, yeah, absolutely uh, depth in the offense and defensive lines and especially that defensive line. Uh, there, I mean, it's incredible. I don't know if I've seen as much depth on an interior defensive line as this, this draft.
0: On that note, Given how many defensive linemen there are projected to go in the first round, I think I saw it as high as nine in an ESPN projection this morning. Um, what what are the chances? What are you, what are you giving the Vikings here? Given you know Rick well, you know he's not going to reach for an offensive lineman that they don't have graded uh, as high at eighteen tonight. What are they doing? If 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 a guy like Ed Oliver's there, if it's Clean for Clean for L, like who who are they going with? If it's not offensive line
3: at eighteen. If it's not offensive line, uh, because I'm just wrapping up a uh, uh, new mock draft, and I gave, uh, you know, who would I squeeze in there here at 18? Uh, Oh, I put Cody Ford in there on the offensive line, uh, you know, for for the Vikings. Uh, Defensive line, I tell you what, uh, and I don't, you know, he may be there, and I, I don't understand why he would be there because i've liked him for two years and that's uh cleland farrell from clemson uh I, you know and i'll tell you who else he, his running mate on the inside maybe there, not Wilkinson, but the other you know the other big guy uh lawrence he, yeah lawrence uh well, could be there and uh so uh yeah La- yeah dexter lawrence he he could very well be there and uh and that, that's a, a run stuffer of uh, a, a magnitude you can't even believe. He looks like a Goliath hanging in there. So, uh, but I think either one of those guys could possibly be there at 18.
4: Dan Shanka grinding right to the finish line. Mock drafts on draft day. That, that's why you go to OurLads.com for the best draft breakdown. Follow him on Twitter at OurLads underscore Shonka. Dan, you talked about some of the, the pass rushers and, and interior defensive line and how deep that position is right now. And we know how much teams value that position around the NFL. It's one of the harder things to find. So if one of those guys should be on the board at 18 when the Vikings pick, what kind of value is there in that draft pick if somebody wants to move up and the Vikings want to get more swings at at getting this draft right?
3: Well, that that's going to be a possibility because I think there's going to be a lot of trading going on, especially with all these crazies out there going for second round quarterbacks, you know. And uh, so I, I think there's going to be some movement, and if you know Rick wants to move down to pick up other picks, you know, I think that he could get a really good offensive lineman. You know, it just trading down. I think, you know, he could trade down, I think, five spots and get really a good offensive lineman, like a center guard combination guy, for instance. You know, um, but maybe Bradbury, uh, I, I mean, although I think, uh, I think the Baltimore really likes Bradbury as do other teams, but, but, uh, if he's a center from North Carolina state, he's outstanding. But anyway, uh, you know, he could be there and, uh, there's a variety of offensive linemen. That could be a Dillard, maybe there. You know, we got him going a little bit higher, uh, you know, in this new mock draft that we've been working on. And I had it done actually last night, but I'm adding verbiage to it. But anyway, uh, so we, we uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a variety of players there for the Vikes. Uh, as
1: far as quarterbacks go, what's your best guess about how these guys fall and who takes them? And uh, most importantly, I guess, how many quarterbacks do you think go in the opening round this evening?
3: Yeah, that's the crazy part, uh, and we go by our grades, you know, and I only got two quarterbacks going and our, and this new mock draft that I've done, we, get, we do everything by our grades and we don't do, you know, hear white noise or that junk all outside there, everybody yakking about, you know, these guys going like, like, uh, Jones going up, up there at six and if he does, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna retire. You know, I, 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 I. You know, wow. But anyway, but I. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's crazy talk. I mean, I just. Uh, that, and you know, Locke is another guy. That's. I mean, if folks, if you're not accurate and you don't make good decisions, you can't play in this way. Right, you're not gonna have any success. Uh, you know, you might be able to get drafted and line up and take a snap. You know, but you're not gonna help your team win. And certainly go to the Super Bowl, and that's what it's all about. And I think that now, guys, that, that, uh, you, you gave time you, behind a veteran quarterback, you might have a chance. I mean, I like Jones. Jones is a good, you know, get you out of a game kind of quarterback, but I mean, I don't like him in the first round. Uh, we, actually, our third quarterback is Ryan Finley from North Carolina State because, like I said, I always understood you win games by avoid losing them, right? Okay, he doesn't turn the ball over. He throws the ball down the field. He's very accurate with his ball placement. And he's been a three-year starter. So, you know, there we go. Dan,
2: uh... Dan Chonka, we're talking to from our lads. Now tell me about these tight ends because I'm very intrigued with tight ends. And T.J. Hawkinson is the top guy. I don't expect that he'll be there for the Vikings, but Noah Fant is really intriguing because when you're 250 pounds and you run a four-five, then people want you, and you could be a mismatch nightmare. Is Fant the guy that we should be looking at for potentially for the Vikings, who maybe could go at eighteen or maybe could drop? Or are there other tight ends in a seemingly deep tight end draft that would be of interest for the Vikings at some point down the road here?
3: Yes and yes, <laughs> I, I, yeah, <laughs> first, yeah. I, I mean, I, I almost put Fan in my uh, mock draft, my last mock draft here, instead of Cody Ford at eighteen because the next pick is where we have fant going at nineteen to Tennessee. Now we got uh um Hawkinson going to that team from the east out there, that that Golden green team, you know, uh got him going at twelve there. Uh but uh but no you're right. There this there's a lot of depth in this uh particular draft I think that uh guys like Oliver from San Jose State, Steinberger from Texas A and M, Knox from Mississippi. Uh warring from a guy that a lot of people don't know about, but uh because you start playing football a senior year in high school and uh but he, here's a big guy that can run is a is a huge target and uh so yes, all the way through i think you you know looking through the third and fourth round, and even down in the fifth round uh the Vikings could get another a very a very good tight end.
0: Three teams in the first round with multiple picks. The Giants at 6 and 17. The Raiders with 4, 24, and 27. But knowing John Gruden, that'll probably change. Uh, and the Packers <laughs> at 12 and 30. Who makes out with the best haul out of the first round of those teams and why?
3: Well, um, I, you know, just because Oakland. I, I worked with John Gruden, so I know John. I mean, I know what he's. You know, I worked with him for four years there in Philadelphia, and. Uh, John was not a great evaluator. John's a great coach in regards to schemes and all that. So I'll be really interested to see, you know, what happens here, um, you know, and how how they do. Um, you know, I think that um you, I I think New York if Dave Gettleman uh you know pulls the right strings. He takes Haskins at 6 and takes a uh defender, you know, at 17 like a Dexter Lawrence, for instance, I think that would be an excellent thing. You know, I think they'd be, a, a, now, Gruden up there at four. Say, for instance, they happen to get, uh, or you know, I, I could see John maybe trading up, just like maybe one pick, although I don't know if the, uh, the Jets would do that, because I think they really would like, um, uh, you know, a Khalil Mack clone, yeah, and that that would be Josh Allen you know, and I, but I don't know if he'll get my three. So John might have to go get him, but if he was there at four, they got him and then they grabbed a tight end and maybe, uh, you know, a running back or, a, um, you know, another position of need in that, at, you know, the other two picks, I, I might lean to Oakland, but it's, I'm kind of like, I'm not from Missouri, but you got to show me. Hot.
0: <laughs> uh, Matthew and I were talking about this at the top of the hour. I just want to quickly get your take. Any chance that you see the Raiders trading up to try to get Kyler Murray?
3: No, I, you know, it, it would surprise me, but John surprised me all the time. I mean, when I was working with him, I mean, he was like, holy cow, what, what are you going to call next, John? Uh, John was never happy unless he had Troy Aikman, Brett Favre, and, uh, you know, Steve Young as his three quarterbacks. I mean, he wouldn't, I mean, he wanted, hey, you, you remember... You know, and Cunningham, he had the great year with the Vikings when he went Most Valuable Player Stuff. Well, John wanted to cut him at, at uh, Philadelphia, okay? And uh, so that just, uh, I mean, you don't, you just, I mean, John's all over the place. He loves everybody until he gets them there. And then he's never developed a quarterback. You can go look at those places. So, hey, it's going to be it's a new thing. I, I can't wait to see what he's going to do because he is, he's out there.
4: Dan, you talked, and we're talking with Dan Shonka of OurLads.com, and it is the draft Bible. If you don't know about it, you should. Uh, You talked about some depth at the tight end position and being able to get some guys later in maybe the third or fourth round there that can help you but everybody around here is obsessed with offensive line. Let's say they don't go offensive line in the first round. Is there the depth there, and do you have maybe the names of a few guys who you can get in the third or fourth round who you'll get better production than, than the pick might be and would actually be an upgrade on what the Vikings have now?
3: Yeah, and again, you know, it's kind of a, you know, in the eye of the beholder, but I really like uh, an offensive line. It'd probably be in the third uh but mcgovern uh guard tackle we actually center guard combination guy from penn state who's really a good football player and then oklahoma's got those uh all that group down there but samaya the uh right guard he i think he'll be available in the fourth round he's a tough nut that um uh, you know and then uh perchenbacher from uh alabama he's actually from cedar falls iowa which is a you know, a real good throw there to the cities up but uh so it wouldn't be too far away. But uh he's a really a good football player that started all forty uh, some games at guard and they moved into center this year, but he's a good combination guy. But but and then there's some younger really good developmental guys that tackle like a Pipkin from Sioux Falls, uh, South Dakota. I mean, it's unbelievable. that You would know if this kid played an East West Shrine game and uh he didn't look out of place and at six six and about three hundred and 10 pounds, he's a very athletic guy that could be a developmental type player, but somebody that would come in right now, I think David Edwards sprints from Wisconsin. He's a zone-blocking tackle that uh, may very well be available in the third round.
1: Who comes up to three in your mind and uh, is the most likely candidate to get that Jets pick uh, to take a quarterback?
3: Well, um, uh, you know, that that's a good question. I, I think, I don't know if anybody's going to... Uh, Put that much, you know, into moving way up there because next year you got five, six quarterbacks that are going to be probably first round guys that are better than almost anybody in this draft except for Haskins.
2: Hey, Dan, uh, Before we let you go, and I'm, I'm sure it's a busy day. I mean, you've got your final mock done though, so uh, you got plenty <laughs> of time. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I just, I just wanted to ask um, about sort of where this game has gone in terms of the the prospect game and uh, how crazy it is with draft Twitter and all those things. And you've been doing it for a long time and are one of the trusted names and sources that people go to. Um, What do you think when you see kind of all the craziness that is out there and the number of people who now watch the tape and things like that and uh, you know, still keeping a a strong voice uh, at the top of the game as you have
3: for so long? Well, you know, I just think that a lot of time that stuff's – Well, content grab and, and people, you know, they see through that. And, you know, we're really one of the only, uh, independent organizations anymore that still puts out a draft guide in book form. You know, a lot of people have it on their, you know, their online book or whatever they, they do, but, you know we have a book that you can go sit down and uh and read and keep track during the draft and check things off and you know and all that and so we, um I think some of those things have changed, but people still like especially quote the old timers uh you know they like to have that book and and write down stuff that's you know going on and taking their notes so uh, no, I think you know there, there's, and then the other thing is the, on the field has been the biggest change because of the linebackers are different the way, and then the, of course the tight ends mm-hmm. are all you know and they're not detached uh, or you know they can move on. So the positions and the blocking is different. So it's a whole you've got to look and evaluate and uh, and bring these guys all up to date and what we're trying to do in the NFL.
2: Well, Dan, we love your work. You're an OG. Everyone should go see your stuff at com. And we very much appreciate on a busy day you taking the time to talk with us. Thanks, dude. You bet you. Thanks so much. Great being with you today. Yep. You can follow, thanks Dan, you can follow uh, Dan Shonka at ourlads underscore Shonka. You know he's an OG if he's got an underscore that means oh, yeah. he's been tweeting for too long. Yeah, for he sure. might
0: be my favorite guest we've ever had on Purple
2: Daily. Oh, he, he brings the fire. That was fantastic. we <laughs> He's yeah, he sure. calling
0: he, out John Gruden saying he's yeah. not a good evaluator. And
2: uh, Dan he, Dan worked as a former scout yeah. with the Eagles, with the Chiefs, uh, Washington too. So he brings he terminology stuff. like tough nut yes. to the table. That, that's what a Dan Shonka brings. He's, he's got really,
1: a he's got a written book, guys. I know it's he's amazing. A, I mean, too. That, I don't know if you that's, guys, that's my speed.
4: I don't know if you've ever <laughs> sat down with the Our Lads Draft Bible. Oh yeah, it's it, serious. it is it's it's as in depth as you're going to get. It's, you, pro- it's too late to get it this year. Use the website this year. But anybody who's listening, if you're a draft nerd, get the book. Get the actual
1: Our Lads Draft Bible. It is amazing. If you print it out and put it in a binder, I love you. <laughs> that's the Zolgadian way. Judd would,
0: would have hated. <laughs> Judd would have absolutely hated Rick's draft board. Then Judd is all about magnets on draft night. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh no, I can't stand that new the thing. Digital board. <laughs> that I love that digital
0: thing
4: and who it, it
1: can crash.
4: Um, it could crash unless now they, they've got like seven backup TCL. generators.
1: They have
2: backup magnets. Don't worry.
1: A, <laughs> Do they have those like in in a closet? I, I think they actually so said the power goes have, out tonight. Yeah. They actually power have goes out some Magnus.
0: scouting intern has gotten the cardboard boxes with everyone's name on them, <laughs> okay. all 300
3: prospects.
2: Hope it's organized. Um so I if you guys don't mind, I want you to be the draft room here for a minute. So, I don't know, if you guys want to play scouts or uh Well, assistant can we go GM, can we go around
0: and give everybody person. a role
2: first? All right. Uh, what do you want to be?
0: Corey? I would like to be
2: Mike Zimmer. Oh, that was my role two days ago. Okay, days Rami, ago. who do you want to be? Um, can I be
4: general manager or are you, general no, manager? I'll you're general manager. General manager. I'll i will be the game. I'm general manager. I can be a scout again.
0: He's uh, Rami's okay, going to be scout. director of college scouting. He can okay, be. Okay. He can be Jamal Stevenson right. That
4: what's means my, you, what's my role? You're now?
2: Brzezinski. You're Rob. The cap guy's got to I mean, have, the have cap, a cap guy. He's smart. Uh, why don't you That's be a- Gary Kubiak? You wrote it. Oh, story. I like it. Oh, I'm Gary Kubiak. You wrote it at scorenorth.com hey Mike, about leave the Gary room. Kubiak. We're getting my way this year. <laughs> All right. So we got Mike Zimmer, Jamal Stevenson, who's in charge of college scouting, and we have... Um, Gary Kubiak Gary as well. B- I am Rick and, so here's and, Well,
0: no, one second. Manny's going to play Rob Brzezinski because Rob has to be in there to tell you how it's going okay. to work. Well, Manny's, uh, Manny's, Manny's
2: smart enough to Manny, do that. just say, we can't afford him. <laughs> 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 We're broke. We ain't got um, the money, man. <laughs> all right, so here's the situation, everyone. I'm running a draft sim right now using the Draft Network's mock draft machine, and there's been some surprises on the board, and I have got choices as the Vikings. I really mean... Lots of choices. So here's who I can pick as the general manager of the Vikings at this moment with this draft sim. Okay. Andre Dillard, Noah Fant, Montez Sweat, Cody Ford, Greedy Williams, Garrett Bradbury, DK Metcalf, or an assortment of other players if you don't like any of those. That is a lot of names. I can go through them again. How many names was that? Yeah, go through them one more time. Andre Dillard, Noah Fant, Montez Sweat, Cody Ford, uh, Khalil, uh, Colleen Farrell, that you had mentioned. Cleveland Farrell. Uh, Cleveland Farrell, yeah, that uh, Dan Shonka just mentioned. Greedy Williams, Garrett Bradbury, DK Metcalf, all on the board as the Vikings are picking. To me, all of those players would be good draft picks. Let's go around the room. Who are we picking? Mike Zimmer. Well,
0: I do want this team to run the ball more. I should focus on the offensive line. But I know who I am. I am true to who I am. I'm going with Greedy Williams. We are drafting a corner, and we can move somebody off the book. Rob, I don't need you in here for this. So thank you. I'm glad you're behind the glass as it is. And and pass the Um, white Zinn. And we are going. He he drinks red wine. White Zinn's awful. Oh, sorry. Um, Yeah. And then we could then, then if
2: (laughs) I was actually offended by that, that that was the most Mike Zimmer you've ever (laughs) met. That was was downright condescending. I loved it. (laughs) Um,
0: but I I mean, it just makes sense if if Greedy's there. I I know that they can get an offensive (laughs) lineman as I'm taking this from Mike Zimmer's perspective. I know that they can go get Elkton Jenkins, they can get Greg Little, they can get who Mike Zimmer really likes in Dalton Reisner, who can play four different positions. You can get him in the second round. So we're going to the
2: corner, Rami.
4: Rick, I think we can trade down and still get Cody Ford. I think somebody's on the line. They want a pass rusher, and we can move down and get Cody Ford maybe five or six picks later.
2: This is a really great point because next is Tennessee. They might take DK Metcalf. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh is after that. They probably want Noah Fant because they lost their tight end. I mean, we could probably trade down to 23 and still get a great player. I named off nine guys who I would want with the 18th pick. Is that Houston on the phone? Ring, ring. We still, got the, we still got the ringer, Manny, playing cap you know, guy and phone manager. You All know right. what? Gary Kubiak.
1: Just one quick second here. To Rami's point, I think I just solved the puzzle. Uh-oh. I'm looking at the Vikings picks. First, a second, a third, a fourth, two sixth, and two sevenths. Mm-hmm. Eight picks. Eight. That's too short of Rick's love and life. Ten picks. So with what Rami just said... He just got you ten picks. You trade back. You get two picks for that. I think he's right.
2: I think there's a very it, good chance very, that this happening. In all
1: seriousness, I think he's right. No,
0: I, I agree. I mean, it's, that's not
1: my Kubiak role, but yeah. that and in makes my, perfect sense. In my sense. Zimmer
0: mind, too. I mean, if yeah. you can get ten, you can get a corner in the second round, even.
4: Yeah, and, and you can still that you can still get yeah. your draft you and your picks. corners, Mike. jeez
0: I mean, that is my mo. I am the oh. quarterback
2: whisperer. Oh, you are. Yeah, no <laughs> question I've only, about I've only it. been doing this for forty years. But, In that scenario, you draft Greedy Williams, you trade Trey Wayans, and potentially now you're going to be in good shape in the second round if you're getting a second round pick for Trey Wayans. You
0: could get two offensive linemen in the second round if you wanted to because you're picking at 50 right now, and then you could potentially – I, the one thing I would worry about is a guy like Dalton Reisner. It's probably gone by 42, maybe. Yeah. that would That's that whole run at the beginning of the second round that and would stress me out. Might
1: be getting too cute, yeah. And
0: I just don't think you can hedge on that when, he, you know, you and I are friends. I brought you in here, Gary Kubiak. Um, oh, I'm
1: going to stab you in the back as quick as I can. What are you talking about? <laughs> You think we're friends. We're
0: friends on draft night because we both want to run the ball more. And we're all about it. outside zone. Yeah, but
1: you're still, you've still, since the day I walked in that damn door, I've been talking about defense.
0: <laughs> I have been waxing poetic for the last two months. And by the way, you
1: were told by hearing... Rick not to talk to He's me because I'm apart. the offensive head coach.
0: You are the yeah. offensive as- associate head coach for the offense. Oh, that's
1: not what my contract... That's what you. That's what the public was told. <laughs> Publicly, that's what's okay, what out there. You that's what... This is the bickering that goes this on. Marriage fell apart quickly. This wow. is realistic.
0: This is why John Gruden didn't want the scouts in the room. He's like, we have this is an exactly. internal conversation. Uh,
1: if I'm going to make the pick, though, Dillard's my guy. I think he could step right in. He can yep. play on the left side. I can employ him what at uh, left tackle. I can move Reef inside. Mm-hmm. I need to have a chance to make Cousins as successful as I possibly can, which I don't know. that's great, but it's certainly a step above what we saw consistently in 2018. I need more, so if I can get the left tackle right now, I tell you to take him.
2: Okay, bold predictions from Rami and Judd. We talked about ours earlier today, and we'll react to yours as well when we come back. Purple Daily all in on the NFL Draft today here on Score North. It's
1: Draft Week. Every year, the best college players in the country are picked by NFL teams. On Score North. All raz. You're listening to
2: Purple Daily on Score North.
3: I think there's a, a lot of deep positions in this class. I think um, when we looked at our front board, this is the most uh, number of players we have that we think are draftable. From our board this year and the way it's developed, the depth of talent, especially on the offensive and defensive lines, are one of the probably strongest I've seen in a while.
0: Packed house inside the TCL Broadcast Studios. Courtney Cronin, Matthew Collar, Judd Zolgad. Rami, can you pronounce your last name for me? I'm sorry. Thank you. And Manny Hill Producing. Mackloff. Oh, Mackloff, appreciate it. I'll, get, no, I'll get it right one of these. Times. I can't reach
4: my uh my mic button, so I wouldn't. Short
1: arms. Big problem.
4: I have long arms. Th- Today's a big wings- problem. He's got a great wingspan. I got, wingspan. I got like a six foot wingspan. Let's man. see it. It's like look at this. Oh, that is pretty look good. Yeah. Six
0: foot wingspan, mic stand won't stand up You've for gotta, him, so that's a problem. My you're body sh- is
4: not proportional, Judd. I've been over this with you before. Yeah, everything on my body, Best everything. Job, is it's it should be about I should be about six feet. Just my legs didn't didn't get the message. That was the only thing that didn't get the message. This
2: size thirteen shoes. It's outrageous. I
4: have size thirteen shoes. Thirteen big hands. Six did you, foot did wingspan. You hope growing up? No. no, I mean I tried. Yeah. R- yeah. R- Rami, you, your shoes are thir- size thirteen. That's thirteen. Like, that's like <laughs> yeah. My shoes are size thirteen. I know, and I'm five foot eight. How tall are you, Manny? Like six one and a half. That's what I should be. <laughs> Nobody told my legs.
0: Well, uh, that's one way to get into the uh, to this segment of the show with bold predictions. Um, Matthew and I gave ours earlier about what the Vikings are going to do potentially on draft night. Mine is sort of bold. It was that they'd go tight end. They'd possibly get TJ Hawkinson or Noah Fant. Um, in, tr- in doing so, trade away Kyle Rudolph, create the cap space. Um, my co-host decided to go a little bit. Hotter on the take, Turn that mm-hmm, volume up, right. and he moved, I don't know how you did it, but he moved Laquan Treadwell off the books. The Vikings have only been trying to do that for the last two years, so... You somehow did that uh, with a it, conditional six-round pick or this year's six-round pick? If you pick? try
2: hard enough at something, you could accomplish that. Well, so, they they, uh, they tried yeah. before. Well, um, I, I don't know if this would happen tonight, but at some point during the draft, I could see them trading Treadwell and a sixth for somebody to take him off of their hands because it creates $3 million, three million. in cap space. <laughs> and I just I just can't see Mike Zimmer letting go of a corner unless they take Greedy Williams or a veteran proven player like Kyle Rudolph. Very fair. Um
0: Rami, I'm gonna actually start with you. I'm gonna switch this up. What what are the Vikings? What what do you see on the horizon as something that could possibly happen tonight? That could a mm-hmm. give the salary cap a little bit of relief because as we talked about earlier, they're they're dead last with like one million, one point six million. Yeah. What can they do draft capital wise to earn more draft capital and also create some cap flexibility?
4: I don't know if this is that bold a prediction. But everybody is expecting a trade. Everybody thinks Kyle Rudolph is going or Trey Waynes is going. Matthew and Judd keep telling me they are very savvy with the salary cap. I think there's going to be a move made, maybe not tonight, but before they have to get these draft picks signed, that's going to be a very low key move. They're going to restructure some contracts Mm -hmm. and make the space, the salary cap space. In the least disruptive way that they possibly can. I don't think this hammer that people are expecting to drop of Kyle Rudolph being cut or traded or Trey Wayne's being traded, I don't think that's coming. I think this roster is going to stay as is. So your bold prediction is that nothing bold happens. Nothing's Basically, bold happens. yes. Wait. So Basically, how do you yes.
1: propose they're going to do this? Just by there will be a restructuring. restructuring
0: somebody next here week. Here and there. You can. Yeah. Re- I mean. You-
1: could. They could restructure you, two or three guys.
4: You
0: could restructure Rudolph. Week, right? I mean it's only been on the table for the last 4 months. Joseph also. Joseph, yeah, Linville, you could Could you restructure um Xavier Rhodes? That's one thing we've never talked about.
2: Mm, let's find out.
0: Well, in the meantime No, everyone wait,
2: please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dead air. By, by the way, we that was on dead air That here was here on so Purple not Daily. a bold take. I'm, just, I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. so disappointed I, right I, now. I'm ready you. for my
0: Zogad so, take. I, I, think I, think I don't want to hear this right but, yet. But
2: just real quick though, Rami. Yes. When we were doing the last <laughs> exercise, <laughs> the woman of you, de- you decided trade down. I don't want to decide for any of those players. And then your bold prediction is that nothing bold will happen. Like, do you want me to make another prediction? She asked well, me you how they would the draft. She asked me how. I did how, give
0: him a pointed question. I she want asked me to, how
2: they would clear the cap space. Yeah, that's I did, how I, I did think give they clear the cap
1: space. That
0: because I want to know. I mean, I just think I'm ready for the bullets to be flying from the Zilgad prediction. Can I just get to it already? Sure. Thank you.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to parlay this together and say that that the Vikings, during the course of the first round, as they as they see guys going off the board and get a bit skittish, especially with their obvious needs on the offensive line. Rudolph is traded to the Patriots for a couple of draft picks. Like, let's say uh, a fourth, fourth or a fifth and a seventh. Rick loves sevenths. Rick, Rick, I think he had four last year. So there's this weird obsession that I'm so smart I can find guys, which is really? not necessarily true. Jack Tocho was a seventh. But good for him. And, and the Vikings will then make a trade, moving other draft picks of their own to move up in the first round and nab alignment that they clearly want and have targeted so because i don't know at this point in time if you were going to restructure guys i think you would have done it and and because we don't know exactly what the conversation was with kyle which remains very odd to me mm-hmm. i feel like there's way more there than we certainly know at this point and so it's not going to surprise me one bit If he gets moved
2: Uh, to your question about Xavier Rhodes. Yes, that could happen because his guaranteed salary goes away after next year and they could cut him and make $8.1 million of cap space after presumably June 1st, right? After we go to the June June one. So not that they would want to do that at this moment, but uh, in terms of having leverage to restructure, yes, they could after June 1st and, you know, maybe it would be, Waiting to sign people or just telling Xavier Rhodes' representation this is how it works, and they could get him more cash. And restructure the deal. So yeah, that could happen. Which you asked for bold. I gave you bold. I, okay? I
0: appreciate that, and I did. I'm not saying I set Rami up for failure here, but I did ask him a very pointed question. <laughs> he could have gone bold.
2: No excuses for Rami. Well, was called bold.
4: Yeah. Well,
0: Rami could also. I mean, I'm going to allow you if you want to. I have another. Go back I have this. a
4: bold prediction. It Let's doesn't have to do to, with freeing up salary want, cap space
0: because we were coming off of
4: yours. They're going to trade that first round pick tonight and not take a defensive player in the or an offensive lineman in the first round. It'll be a defensive player.
0: So what are they? Where are they trading that first round pick?
4: Late first round, early second round, and then the first pick that they have, they will use it on a defensive player. They're going to get more draft picks, go defense first, and piss everybody off.
1: Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm starting a column right now. Kubiak should quit if Vikings don't address <laughs> Zolga. Kubiak should walk out of building, go home.
0: So would you, so you're saying at this point. Trading back into the first, you'd be going, moving back. So I'm not maybe, saying this is what I
4: would
2: do. No, this is this your is is my prediction. prediction. Yeah. So at
0: that point, let's say you're somewhere 26 to 32. There's Cleland Farrell. There's Dexter Lawrence. Possibly there's Jeffrey Simmons who. If he go, if he, I mean, there's no way in my opinion he falls out of the first round. Not none whatsoever. We've all seen the video. He was a top five, he was a top five picks before dude. that, and he, and the ACL too. Um, that they'd be going. I mean, they have a lot of edge rushers right now. So would you think defensive but tackle?
4: Rick Spielman loves him some edge rushers, doesn't he?
0: I mean, everybody loves a pass rush right. in the NFL. I so don't,
4: I don't. I think that's probably where they'll go: defensive line, pass rusher in the first round. To me, to me, and he's gonna and he's gonna sell us all his best player available BPA.
2: That is entirely if Jonah Williams and Andre Dillard are off the board. I I think those guys and Jawan Taylor too and Jawan Taylor right. Uh, so it, it, I think those guys are so valuable as plug and play starters, difference makers right away, and players who can be here for five years, get a second contract, that type of player. So even if there was a defensive player slightly better than one of those three, I think they still go offensive line. But if those guys all go, then you're going to have a lot of good defensive players sitting there for you, and I don't think that they could pass on that. But
1: then go up and get those guys. That's my point. Go up and make a trade and get. If if you think that Dillard is going to go at some point in time a few picks before you, go up and get them. They just don't have a ton of draft
2: yeah. capital to move. And then That's you'd, the you'd be
0: shrinking. You'd be getting further away from the 10, possibly. R-
1: right, which Rick wouldn't like. And I don't think I don't think in his heart he would do it, but my advice would be to do it.
0: Let's take a call right now from Tyler in Tennessee who has a draft prediction. If you have one, give us a call, 651-646-8255. Tyler, what's going on?
3: Hey, Courtney. Um, so I think the Vikings are going to go with um, – uh, Garrett
2: Bradbury at number 18 although I do really like what Rami said about trading back um, especially if those guys aren't there if they're already gone uh, I definitely think trading
3: back and trying to get a defensive player would be, uh, be very good for them all right thanks
0: thanks for the call
2: I like the trade back idea I mean it's just it makes a lot of sense with the with the quarterbacks and how they could potentially push people down. This is where it gets really weird that, you know, Dan Shonko was on with us saying, look, I mean, drew Locke and Daniel Jones, he was kind of a savage. He was like, are you guys for real with those quarterbacks? And I tend to actually agree with him. (laughs) Well, nobody's
0: bringing up just to add, nobody's bringing up Jared Stidham the guy from Auburn in that mix at all. And I think that he could very easily fit into that conversation. Cause these are not big name, sexy caliber prospects. They're guys who can maybe win you games, but do you really know what you have outside of Kyler Murray and Dwayne
2: Haskins? But even if we agree with what he's saying, Dan Chonka, the former scout, um, I don't, I think that there's so much desperation that you could see Drew Locke go Kyler Murray go Daniel Jones, go to the giants because of course he would someone surprise us. And and these quarterbacks being taken by four teams potentially in the top 15 picks, players are getting moved down yeah, because of falling. that to the Vikings. Well, right. we've been
0: talking about that for a while, like if a Jonah Williams falls, if right. Andre Dillard, if Cody Ford, if I, I don't see Juwan Taylor, but actually I did a mock draft in Jacksonville the other day and he was available to me at 18. So Who's I mean, going to screw logical. things up?
1: Oakland? So somebody's gonna do something yes. where you say to yourself, oh my God, I,
0: I think it will be either be Oakland or the Giants because I could see them not taking a quarterback at six. Okay. They could go ahead and get at Oliver at six and still try to be like, oh we're gonna, we're gonna get Daniel Jones at 17, but then that could mess things up and he's not there. then what do you do? You're not reaching to get somebody else? I mean you already have a bad situation at quarterback. Then what do they do? Do they go offensive line because they still need help there? Do they go do they go get DK Metcalf? I don't know.
2: Uh, By the way, Evan Silva on Twitter, this is where we're at right now, reports on what Adam Schefter's saying on television. (laughs) It's draft day. Right. It's all on.
0: Well, what did he say?
2: Schefter says, all signs point to Kyler Murray. Josh Rosen likely to be traded on Friday to potentially the Giants, Dolphins, or the Chargers. So
0: Redskins are out of the mix, it sounds like.
2: Well, those are the three names that he reportedly said on television, so we'll see. But Washington's trying to come up. But Washington's Mm -hmm. trying to come up, and Washington should also be in the mix for Josh Rosen as well. they got to be desperate for a quarterback with Alex Smith, uh, presumably done for his career. But if the Giants or Dolphins are trading for Josh Rosen, that means they're not drafting a quarterback there, which then kind of negates what we were just talking about in a way. Um, also drew Locke is reportedly on the radar of the new york giants so maybe not now, this is but this is where it gets really interesting this is where it could be messed up is somebody wants to trade for josh Rosen, they're not going crazy to move up and they're not taking a quarterback who drops to them and i think if you're the vikings you would prefer that uh those teams do but doesn't that taking
1: trade the trade then they'll logically needs to be done tonight right because it's going to be yeah. probably a you second the, round pick yes you so want, want the get draft capital pick.
0: yeah so it would have mm. to be done you would assume probably oh around the time of the 18th
2: pick what's the highest pick if you were the vikings and they're not even in this conversation at all but you never know they are the vikings what's the highest pick you would give up for josh rosen to the arizona cardinals a third from tonight yeah mm. Maybe
4: maybe a third, and I wouldn't do that unless, like I said before, you traded down and acquired more draft picks because you need the assets to yeah. improve this team now instead of getting the quarterback of the future.
2: Okay, then I'll just go there. <laughs> I, I'd give him 18. I think it's what? so important to, what? The, to the future of your franchise that you have a quarterback in place you after do it, Judd. Kirk Cousins that I would give them 18 <laughs> and I would draft my lineman in the what? second round and I would go forward. Tell me where you get a prospect who in this year's draft would be the second okay. best quarterback. Tell me how okay, you're getting okay. him after Kirk Cousins is done. I, Tell get, me. I get
1: what you're saying as Matthew Collar running the draft room. But if you're Rick Spielman and you make that trade, you've signed your own um, death certificate as far as as GM of this team. You're done. I don't think so.
2: I don't think so. So at you all. think
1: you could go in and tell the Wolves, "I signed this guy to a three year, eighty four million dollar contract," but now after after one year, and I I've seen enough to know. So the answer is. He's trouble. I don't think he's great. But you really think that you could sell them on trading your top pick for somebody who's now then gonna start for you probably two thousand twenty?
0: I would I would do it next year. And I wrote about this oh, for today. Totally with you. This there. is this is a conversation that I'm just gonna have to wait on. I know that this is an opportunity to get a first round talent from literally twelve months ago and have him in your system, right now you have Sean Mannion and Kyle Slaughter vying for the backup role. So let's go ahead and advance to 2020. If Kirk Cousins is in a situation where they miss the playoffs this year, or there's still some hesitation if he can do this for this team and lift them above a certain level, you are drafting a quarterback high next year. I don't care where it is.
2: First, but then, but second then you're trading round. your whole draft to get up to the top. You're going to have to. You're, this team is not going 3-13 and to draft the top quarterback. It's
0: sure. not, but I would much rather use draft capital next year. It's way too okay. early to be hedging against Kirk Cousins. My question is this. Writing him off.
1: How do you, how do you go into the Wilfs and sell this?
2: Here's what I would ask the Wolves. How long do you plan on owning the team? Quite a while? Are we going to need a quarterback for a really long time? Yes. Can we get a second-round offensive lineman that will help us right away? Yes. Do we need a backup quarterback? Yes. Do you believe in Kirk Cousins? Because I really don't. Or we don't even know but if you he sign, stays. But you, you signed him. But, but we don't know if he stays okay. here. He left another team already. And here's what I
1: ask you. Did you not sign Kirk Cousins? We signed him. If, if I'm the Welsh, did you not sign year. Kirk Cousins? And
2: I would say to Ziggy and Mark, we signed him to a three-year contract, not a ten-year contract. Well, should... What are we doing after this? Where are we getting a quarterback this young with this much talent anywhere else? Because guess what? This year, we're going to go 10 and 6. The next year, we're going to go 9 and 7. So, how are we going to draft his replacement if he decides he wants to leave or we decide he can't get us where we want to go? This is- how are we getting a quarterback this good, Mr. Wilf?
4: Trade so, up trade up. two years from now, trade up next year, trade up in future drafts. Right now, you paid $29 million a year, all guaranteed for three years to try and win a Super Bowl in three years, not just to sign Kirk Cousins, but to try and win a Super Bowl in a three year window. That means you push all your chips to the center of the table and use every asset you have in those three years to try and put the best team around Kirk Cousins possible and win that Super Bowl. Otherwise, you failed.
0: There are ways to handle this that do not include trading the first round pick i wrote about this this after or earlier this morning Gardner Minshew, Jarrett Stidham, Will Greer, Trace McSorley. Look, I know you can. Not you can, that good. You not can, that good. You can not make, that good. You can make that face <laughs> at me. Kirk Cousins was a fourth round pick. Okay. Well, and I mean,
2: yes, there are outliers.
0: There that are outliers. In and if you want to, I think you address the quarterback need much earlier than sixth, seventh round. You're not going to get your guy there. But if you decide that at what 120, 190, whatever that right. fourth round pick is, like and real. if you have more draft capital, let's say they do trade back, as Rami uh, gave us on the actual bold prediction, mm-hmm. because that I didn't set him up for failure for. Thank you. Um, then you could potentially use a third round. Don't blame yourself. He
1: gave a really crappy hot take, <laughs> Courtney. Don't blame yourself. I
0: I get where you're going here. I don't think the future is with Kirk uh, Cousins in this circumstance of what we're talking because he's he's making a very very good point that hey you if he's new so if if you're telling if he's me, the new GM if he's the new GM he is it, but if you're Rick Spielman who just put your entire career Listen, on the line for this absolutely if I, not if
1: i'm the wilfs and you told me that i say i say rick give me a, a second i get on my speaker phone i say send in gary Kubiak comes in and I said, Gary, I'm gonna fire Rick. What should we do? Because <laughs> huh? you can't find a quarterback. I
2: think Kubiak would leave. But, it, no, but I'm gonna.
1: I'm gonna get a, I want to know from him what, what we should do because I, no one but, in that but, building what, can find a quarterback. What
2: I'm going to say is we don't even know if Kirk Cousins is staying here past three years. No, I get That's you. That's the problem. But you it's don't not have three years. Me. But you don't have two more years. I, I understand that. But I'm if, gonna fire but you. I've said this to you before, Judd. If you're <laughs> drafting this year for a player that changes the game, let's look through the 18th overall picks. Sometimes they're good, Right, but But you, paid, but you painted yourself in this corner away? by signing Kirk Cousins, so I'm firing you because you're incompetent. But if you draft because you think oh, you're yeah. getting fired, you're getting fired anyway. Let's look at the, let's just say that Josh Rosen is the second best quarterback in this draft. Let's just say Let's look at some second-best quarterbacks. Sam Darnold, would you take him? Yes. Patrick Mahomes, second quarterback. Would you take him? Yes. Carson Wentz was the second quarterback in a draft. Yes. Marcus Mariota, not bad. Okay, uh, Johnny Manziel was a bust. But you go down the list, second-best quarterback in the draft, you've got a pretty good chance there. Let's take a look at some of these developmental fourth-round picks here. Uh, Let's take a look at Nathan Peterman was a fifth-rounder. Josh Dobbs, C.J. Beathard, Davis Webb, Connor Cook, Cardale Jones. What are your chances of taking some guy down the the list and turning into a franchise quarterback? It's almost zero. Hey, if Don't you, be knocking my if, guy if if you, Josh Jobs. I
1: love my guy Josh. <laughs> Dobbs. I'm sure he's out. a
2: wonderful person. And so is Bryce <laughs> Petty, who was a fourth round pick. It, it, you are wasting your time with taking those people. You are wasting. I'm your not. Draft say, picks. I'm
4: not saying you're not. And I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I'm saying the next quarterback will cross that bridge when the time comes to cross that bridge. Right now, and good, I signed and, Kirk Cousins. We need to win a and Super Bowl. What
2: I would say is, and good luck finding the second-best quarterback in the draft without giving up all your assets at some point in the future. I'd rather give up this one pick now with a very, very rare situation than either have to pay this guy another thirty-five mil that he's going to get the next time around as opposed to what I would have to pay Josh Rosen. Our future is set up really well if we make this one sacrifice. By the way, the Vikings did trade away a first-round pick one year and made the NFC Championship. They traded away that 14th overall pick and the next year made the NFC Championship. Like, Is it going to make that much of a difference? I'm not saying for the long term, of course, you want Montez Sweat or you want whoever offensive lineman. Of course you do. You want everything. Because it would be great to have 50 picks, but you get one. And if I'm going to get a future quarterback who's the second best in this draft, give him to me.
0: I'm with Rami. I think we're worrying about this next year. Because depending upon how he performs in 2019, sets up what you're going to do. And if you have to throw the kitchen sink to get somebody in 2020, then you're going to. But right now, there are other more pressing needs. You can get by with Kirk Cousins for right now, so the Vikings think. But they have to do things like address the offensive line, get him some more weapons. Fix the interior of the defensive line, but there's somebody on the phone right now who allegedly
2: got take a break. Agree, oh, after problem. we come back, we agrees
0: go. with you. Oh, um,
2: which yeah, I think I, I'm curious
0: out. to hear that. So, coming up after the break, we will get to, to we we'll get to Jimmy's, yeah, call, Jimmy's from call Phoenix. You are listening to Purple Daily on Score North.
1: You're
4: listening to Purple Daily on Score North.
2: We are back here on Purple Daily having a fun debate about whether it would make sense. Not if that they will, but if we're talking about bold picks, uh, bold choices, bold predictions, then uh, mine was a bold idea, we'll call it, not a prediction. You came in and lit the room on fire. Well, there's nothing more important than the quarterback position and that's why arizona is probably going to draft a quarterback after drafting one before that's one you would that's a thing you would normally advise against but when you have a better one then you take them so uh jimmy and phoenix wants to discuss this as well hi jimmy hey
3: is your last name belichick is it matthew belichick uh, this is a belichick move i think it is it is look at first off if you look at the teams that are actually going to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl, they're the teams of young quarterbacks that they don't have to overpay. Look what happened to Seattle when when they had to pay Russell Wilson. The team kind of fell apart a little bit. They had to get rid of some of their players. So this would be a great move. Next year, actually, you could trade Kirk Cousins. you got a quarterback who's got a one-year contract. You could trade him next year. Yes, you could. And Rosen could, could be our starter. I'm I think it's a great move. I think to give up the 18th pick is not too much, and and you've got the rest of the draft to fill in the offensive line. I I think that's a great move, Mr. (laughs) Belichick.
2: Thank you. Courtney?
0: It's it's a great move, but the only problem is Kirk Cousins has a no-trade clause. He does,
2: but I wouldn't even be that concerned about that. The key point is that a lot of teams who have been – In position where they have their franchise quarterback and they can't see beyond two years out. Kirk Cousins is not old, but we can't see beyond two years out with him. Mm -hmm. So, this is why Jimmy Garoppolo gets drafted by the New England Patriots in the second round when Tom Brady is their quarterback. Because. That's why Aaron Rodgers was drafted. drafted Because you can't see more than two years out. So, that's my argument for why this makes sense. And of course, people on Twitter are yelling at me for talking about this. As they should. but, But. you can't see more than two years are out you, on this quarterback are you situation. Com- are you
1: comfortable doing this with the knowledge that you have set yourself up now to due- to be fired? Like well, you're you're doing you're doing something I that th-
0: I think he's going out. E- I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going out- I think he's going way. out guns blazing either way. It's like Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer's going to go down with a
2: ship. <laughs> no, re-
0: <laughs> I would- no, no, no. But either way, Rick Rick does have the extension on it too, and his right. back is this season determines if they have jobs next year with the Minnesota Vikings organization Correct. for both of them you're going to do whatever it takes i think i think within reason though i don't know but if that's but are you going to get reason. a future
1: are you going to get a future chip no knowing that future chip's not going to help you in the short term and the short term's so what's going to get you fired
0: short no the short term's going to well, get me fired cuz that's the equation here but i mean to to matthew acting as gm's point it could work because you are, this is technically a win now league, and that would technically be a win now type move. If you really think Cousins is going to be awful this year, because you could potentially, it would take a lot to get a different quarterback in there. I'm saying within the, the span of short term, meaning one to two years. I could see it for that, but I just think it's too drastic. Okay. Even for Rick
2: Spielman, that'd be too drastic. So you always draft for the future a couple of years out is the way I look at it. When you're not the number one or number two overall pick or number five or something like that, and we've gone over this, that look at the immediate impact from the draft picks that they've had, and they've been a competitive team and pretty darn close to the playoffs last year and 2016. Think about the first year impact 2016 with a mid round pick. Makes no impact whatsoever. One reception from Laquan Treadwell. They still should have made the playoffs if not for a bunch of offensive line injuries, right? How about 2017? Delvin Cook goes down after four weeks as their first pick and they make the NFC Championship game. How about 2018? Mike Hughes goes down after a couple of games with an ACL tear and wasn't good before that and they still sure, no, are in position to make no. the playoffs. My point is you always no, but my, are drafting and spending you're, picks you're for missing the my future. Point. You're missing my
1: point. My point is that you you told me, as Ziggy Wilf, to sign this guy to a three-year contract, and now, in the second year of that contract, you are essentially bailing on what you told me was the truth. I trusted you. And by the way, you have never, and the Teddy thing's unfortunate, you've never but you've never, been never been found me right. a quarterback, and now, and now you're saying this is the one? I'm saying I don't think you can do your job what what I'm saying so this is, is not about the draft picks this is about your philosophy and the fact that I'm tired of, of it and I'm about to pull the trigger on firing you because I'm tired of the philosophy not working with the most important position in sports what, and, what if what if you are Gary Kubiak though and you are intrigued by Josh Rosen well, I'm a huge Gary fan so that changes
2: if you're
1: if you if you're Gary Kubiak <laughs> and you're looking at Josh Rosen
2: and you're saying you know what he, he may be available. Hey, Mike. You know what? Hey, Rick. But this is this is exactly my point: is that if your scouting department had Josh Rosen as the number one or number two quarterback last year, and I'm saying to Ziggy, "Look, I'm not going to GM as if you're going to fire me." And the point about Kirk Cousins, yeah, I signed him to a three year contract, so we have him for three years, and I signed him because I think we can win with him as our quarterback in these three years, but I don't know what's coming after this. And if you want to find me a position in this game that is more important than that because after that, we are very unlikely to have a high draft pick. We aren't getting a guy this talented after that without spending a whole draft on it. I'd rather give up one pick right now than have to trade two years and ruin our future to trade up to it's get somebody up. else to Start two Well, Sports Talk Radio.
0: This I'm still Mike Zimmer in this, this instance, so I can say the word we and I, right? Sure. I still want to run the football. It's not forget that like that's that's (laughs) still the that is still the main priority that I have on offense so I'm not going to trade away my 18th pick when I can get a Garrett Bradbury or another offensive lineman to establish this outside zone scheme that's going to fix a lot of the problems and we're going to be able to run the ball more effectively I'm not willing to give that up for something you Rick Spielman think is you know an immediate need and a short-term need and a long-term need all
2: at once. I don't know why we tweeted this as a poll. Everyone was bound to be against this <laughs> because they're not as good at pretending to be GM as me. Was that um, Seth who put it out there? Yes. <laughs>
1: Let's fire Seth.
2: Uh, well, I'll fire Seth and you. I'll fall
1: on the sword because I did
4: send a text to Seth no, that's, to recommend, Seth. To recommend wow, it. Wow, they're out really out Seth going at it in started there. started a war zone in my timeline I with know. putting out our predictions the other day and tagging the whole well. station in it.
2: Um, Brace yourself I'm now. not actually mad. I think it's hilarious. But, but there are 16% of people who are right in that poll. So, all right, uh, Courtney, what's coming up next on this radio station?
0: Coming up next is Score North Live, the show that I got to host a week ago today. Wow, how about And that? now you're back. So I guess um, I'm out of here.
2: Great. Okay. Not great that you're out of here, but great that that's the show that's coming up next with me. And so we'll continue to take your calls, your bold predictions. What do you want to see tonight from the Vikings? Thank you, Mr. Maklov and Mr. Zolgad. welcome. We will uh, be right back here on Score North Draft Day.
0: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or mac and cheese with Murray's English
4: cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone.
2: Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.
0: Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking. Where next? You earn 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2X miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
2: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.